0: Welcome to another inspirational podcast by Pastor Brian Houston, Senior Pastor of Hillsong Church. For more great content and updates from Brian, visit brianchouston.com. I actually think when you read the scriptures, you kind of rest in the sense that God has a calling for my life. God creates us with a desire, knowing that there's something more for us, that we're here for a reason. God does so much to set us up to win. What we have to do is lift our eyes and live according to the promise of God, because God has so much more for you. Order Pastor Brian's new book, There Is More, at your favorite retailer today. Well, big hello. I'm glad you've joined me today for Brian Houston TV. We're right from Hillsong Church. I get to preach a word I'm excited about. I know it brought great life to our own church just a very short time ago, and I believe it'll speak great life to you. So stay tuned, do whatever it takes. Don't miss out. I believe God wants to speak to you. This message is called, I'm Fighting Back. Everybody say, I'm fighting back. That's a great declaration, because sometimes life tries to knock us down and we forget we have the tools to start fighting back. I'm preaching from Psalm 34, one of my favourite Psalms. And it's interesting because this Psalm, which starts, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Well, do you know when the time when David wrote the Psalm, it really goes back to 1 Samuel where David pretends he's insane, he does. He he pretends he's mad, He, he feigns being crazy. And the reason is this, because he was under double jeopardy. He was literally hiding from Saul who was out to destroy him, but where he was hiding was in Philistine territory. And Goliath was a Philistine. And the Philistines knew that David had killed Goliath. So Saul was out to get him. He was in danger from the Philistines. So what do you do? You pretend you're mad. You pretend you're crazy. And that's what he did. And he was set free. But I'll tell you this, the Psalm written in those conditions is such a beautiful Psalm. Listen to it, verses one to 10. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. I magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt His name together. I sought the Lord and He healed me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked to Him and were radiant and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried out and the Lord heard him. Which poor man? David speaking about himself, this poor man cried out and the lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles the angel of the lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them oh taste and see that the lord is good blessed is the man who trusts in him oh fear the lord you his saints there is no want to those who fear him. The young lions lack and suffer hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. Such an upbeat psalm from such a dire, difficult situation. You know something? David was a warrior. He was a giant killer. He was a leader. People sung that David has slain his thousands. He was a king and Israel's best ever Old Testament king. He was a whole lot of things, but you would not always know it from the way He spoke in the Psalms. Sometimes what was coming out of Him, it just seemed like plain negativity. Sometimes what He spewed just seemed like real defeat. Sometimes the way He spoke pretty well points to the way often our lives look and the way that we can easily feel under the weight of challenge and problem and difficulty and opposition and defeat and all those things. You see, does David always, does he always say, I'll oh, bless the Lord at all times? Listen to this Psalm, Psalm 13, verse 1 and 2. How long, O Lord, will you forget me forever? How long will you hide your face from me? How long shall I take counsel in my soul, having sorrow in my heart daily? How long? Will my enemy be exalted over me? How long, how long is there ever an end to this? It's like a diver under the water and stays down a long time till their lungs are exploding and they desperately need clean air. They desperately need to be able to take a deep breath. It's kind of like life can be at times when challenges and difficulty and problems, these things, it's like, is there ever an end? So one thing over after another, is there any clean, clean air here? Is there ever a season of peace in my life? I've been in that place. I went through about a 10 to 15 year period of my adult life where I felt like there's never an end to this opposition. Never an end to this challenge. Never an end to these things that are trying to afflict me. I know that feeling and there are people today who are listening to me. People who are, part of the service and that's where your life is at. God, is there an end to this? Is there ever gonna be a season of peace? In the middle of this one thing after the other, there's constant barrage coming against me. It's a little like if you were to be in the surf, surfing and somehow you get pushed under in a wave and it seems as you're pushed under that you can't get back up and breathe fresh air and your lungs are exploding, your lungs are bursting, then ultimately you manage to find your way back to the top. That's kind of the imagery I think of when I think of David there, how long, how long, how long? Do you know in Psalm 142, which I actually speak about a lot, because there as well, David, the way he's speaking, he's just, he says, nobody cares for me. Who acknowledges me? Nobody cares for my soul. There is no refuge. In other words, there is nowhere to hide. They've set a trap for me. They've set a snare for me. He said, "I'm brought very low." Here's the interesting thing: in Psalm 13, "How long? How long?" or Psalm 142, which you know is "I'm brought very low." They both end exactly the same way. You know how they end? For He shall deal bountifully with me. In other words, David knew how to fight back. This message is called, we're fighting back. We're fighting back. Would everyone say it with me one more time? We're fighting back. We are fighting back. David would always turn it around, always turn it around and he would change his confession. But for all the things that came at David, his biggest battles weren't external, they were internal. They were things that brought conflict, afflictions that brought conflict to his soul. They were internal. Listen to Psalm 34, that's my, that's my text today. Verse 19, he said many, many, so many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord. I love those words, but the Lord, but the Lord. Many are my challenges, many are my afflictions, but the Lord. For you shall deal bountifully with me. Many. Are the afflictions of the righteous? You know, so many of our demons. By demons, I don't necessarily mean demonic forces, but afflictions that we face. We just the battles on the inside. And if we can learn to fight back, if we can learn that really we, we we've got more to give, and we don't have to just let the circumstance rob us. We don't have to just when we're knocked down, stay down. I think the Word of God gives us tools, weaponry, to fight back and that's really what I wanna talk to and maybe it's the answer to these five questions in Psalm 34 that determine your capacity to fight back. First question is this, what have you been saying? What have you been saying? Listen to the Scripture, it's Psalm 34 verse one and two where David said, I will bless the Lord at all times, all times. His praise shall continually, be in my heart, shall continually be in my mouth. In other words, I'm going to be speaking praises. But he says all the time, always, continually. That's what he says. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. He's saying always, all times, continually. Praise is going to be in my mouth. I'll bless the Lord at all times. His praise will constantly be, but Psalm 13, how long? How long? How long? Will this go on forever? How long? Psalm 142, no one cares about me. I am brought very low. He said, he said, his praise will continually be in my mouth. But is it actually true? Is it true? I mean, that's not what I see in many Psalms. This is Psalm 34. There'd be a lot of suggestion in the 33 Psalms preceding it that he didn't always, continually have praise in his mouth. And the next 116 Psalms after Psalm 34. Yes, 116 plus 34 is 150. Hey, the next, it wouldn't always say that. But here's the point, it was a declaration. David didn't say, I have always, bless the Lord. He didn't say, I have continuously, he said, I will. It's a statement of faith. It's a declaration that I'm not gonna bow to this stuff. I'm not gonna be succumbed by. I will, bless the Lord at all times. I will, I will, I will. His praise shall be continually. That's a great way to talk to ourselves. If you wanna fight back, if you wanna fight back, and you understand the power of getting the Word of God into your mouth, why don't you take on that commitment? That's your homework this week. I will, I will bless God. I will have His praise continually in my mouth. It's a powerful, powerful declaration. There's Scripture after Scripture that talks about the mouth, the tongue, your lips, your words, but it's always speaking to the way we talk. And do you know something? You say, well, yeah, we hear about confession, we hear about the way we speak a lot, but there's a need to. And I'll tell you why, for me and for you, because you never fully win this battle. It's always a challenge to bring our words back in line with the Word of God. And it's says so for all of us. And so to be reminded, we often don't even hear the way we speak. We don't even hear the defeated words that can come out of our mouth. In Psalm 34, verse 12, verse 13, does anyone want to live a life that is long and prosperous? Verse 13, then keep your tongue from speaking evil and your lips from telling lies. It always comes back to the way we speak. Words have a creative ability. The way God created the heavens and the earth, it started every time. God said, God said, let there be light. And out of those words, Elohim, maker of heaven and earth, creation you can literally speak life into things and I believe that your words in line with the Word of God they have that creative capacity to change circumstance and see your life lining up with the Word of God you see the truth is that with that Christian to live a life that is strong and prosperous does anyone want to live a life that is strong and prosperous well Death and life are in the power of the tongue. It's Proverbs 18 verse 21. Proverbs 10 verse 11 talks about the words of the righteous, the mouth of the righteous being a well of life. Life is in the power of the tongue, but so is death. Are your words a well of life? Or are your words a sewer of defeat? It's always a good question to ask ourselves the way we speak to ourselves. There's been many times when I've been driving perhaps late for the airport and I miss a turn and I go, you idiot. Talking about myself. I'm like, oh, you're stupid. What a horrible way to talk about myself. I gotta fight back. I'm a child of God. That's who I am. I'm a son of the Most High King. I gotta fight back. Let's learn to fight back. Let's decide I'm fighting back. I'm not gonna allow the enemy to rob me and to rule my life. I was in the car once when my son, Joel, my oldest son was really just a small boy. My daddy was more than 10 years of age. And I was taking him and one of his friends from school to watch my beloved Parramatta Eels. And we were down there at the ground and Joel had a brand new one of those sort of kids, whatever gimmicky watch. And we're on our way home and he says, ah, I left my watch. I mean, why would you take your watch off at the football? And so I stopped berating him. I started speaking not life to him, speaking death to him, speaking words that were never gonna build him. And I'll never forget this. I looked up in my rear vision mirror, I could see Joel and his little friend in the back seat and Joel looked so crushed. He looked so defeated and perhaps so humiliated at the way his dad's talking to him in front of his friend. That visual still, still convicts me to make sure that to my own life, to my family, to my loved ones, I listen to the way I'm talking because I want to fight back. I want to fight back against the devil who would try to rob us through defeated words, through the power of the enemy. So number one, what have you been saying? Number two, all from Psalm 34, how you feeling? How are you feeling? Psalm 34 verse two, David speaks faith again. My soul, the way I'm feeling, the way I'm thinking, the choices I'm making, my soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. In other words, this isn't an arrogant boast. No, this is a boast in how good God is. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. And it actually connects with humility. The humble will hear it and be glad. Again, He's fighting back. He's saying, my, my soul, my soul, my feelings. You know, it's very normal to go through all sorts of feelings and all sorts of pain. It's actually very normal. Oftentimes we'll go to outside sources to outsource our hope to remedy the situation. And not bad things. You may involve a psychologist. And in times in life, my great encouragement would be to talk to a professional. You may decide to talk to a doctor. Thank God for the medical profession. So I'm not saying don't do any of that. What I am saying is we've gotta learn how to fight back how to challenge our own spirit, our own emotions, our own feelings, not bow to it. It's pointless saying to a depressed person, get over it. I mean, that's really not gonna help because their depression's real. It's real, they're not making it up. If they could just get over it, they would. But there are tools, weaponry in the Word of God. Well, you can at least fight back. You can. You can fight back and you decide, I'm not just going to lie down and play dead. David talks about, the Bible talks about his great distress. It's 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 6. Now, David was greatly distressed. It was no small thing. He was greatly distressed for the people spoke of stoning him because the soul of all the people was grieved. So in other words, everyone was feeling it. Every man for his sons and his daughters and his people again under the sound of my voice. And you're grieved right now over your own family, your own children, your own sons and daughters. But David strengthened himself in the Lord. What did David do? He strengthened himself. He fought back, he fought back. Let's learn how to strengthen ourselves In the Lord. Other translations are literally David encouraged himself. In the Lord. I believe we can learn how to encourage ourselves and choices and decisions have a whole lot to do with it. You chose today. You chose to be in the house of God. You know, when you're in the house of God, you're not gonna hear songs of negativity or defeat when you listen to Hillsong music. It's not a... There's not a country music. There's not a country music situation. Here we're not gonna talk about losing our dog, losing our house, losing our wife. We're not gonna talk about all that. We're gonna sing songs of life and hope. We're gonna declare who Jesus is. We're gonna honour King Jesus and we're gonna declare who we are in Christ. Some people say, well, all the songs should be about Jesus. And that's true, I understand what you're saying. But there's also a beautiful power in declaring who you are in Christ. Who you are in Christ. And I'll tell you who you are, you're a child of God. That's who you are. You are a child of God. Listen to this. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. David was greatly distressed, but he encouraged himself. Who you say I am, by Hillsong worship. Who the sun sets free, Oh, is free indeed. I'm a child of God, yes I am. You see, you may think, oh, we're just singing songs. They're good, nice, uplifting songs, nice words. No, these are a tool to fight back. This is weaponry. You are declaring, I am a child of God. That's who I am. Yes, I am who the sun sets free, is free indeed. Listen to it, it goes on and says, free at last He has ransomed me, His grace runs deep. (laughs) While I was a slave to sin, Jesus died for me. Yes, He died for me. I am chosen. Listen, you're speaking here. You're speaking encouragement to yourself. I am chosen, not forsaken. I am who you say I am. Not what circumstances I say, not what my own internal conflict, my own internal mechanism would say. No, listen to it. I am who you say I am. That's fighting back. Listen to it, you are for me, not against me. I am who you say I am. Power in worship to fight back when we're feeling low and defeated. Psalm 34, again our thematic verse, listen to it. Listen to it in the message. Worship God if you want the best. Worship opens doors to all His goodness. You love that? Worship, what does it do? Makes you feel better? No, no, it opens doors, according to the message translation of Psalm 34, to all His goodness. How beautiful, how beautiful. Well, number three, how have you been looking? You look like you're under it? How are you looking? I'm talking about your countenance. How's your, what's your countenance say about what's going on? Do you think that maybe it's possible? we could actively determine to change our countenance. Listen carefully, God works in our lives, Jesus works from our lives. Holy Spirit works in our lives from the inside out. Someone should write a song about that. From the inside out. That's how God works, but we need sometimes to make choices to work from the outside in. In other words, when I don't even feel like it, I'm gonna do something active external, I'm gonna raise my hands. I'm gonna raise my hands. You see, you're raising your hands on the outside, believing it's gonna breathe life into the inside. That's what. sometimes we need to understand the power of working from the outside in. I'm talking here about your countenance. Sometimes if we learn and we concentrate on changing our countenance, our smile can take us from what is external all the way to impacting the way God's working. That's called fighting back. That is called fighting back. It really is. Oh, taste and see. I don't know about you, but I wanna see. I wanna meet Him before I taste it. I remember being on an aeroplane with my little wafer and my cheese and then my grapes. And you always leave the best or last. So I leave my grapes. To last. And I ate into their succulent grape, and it was an olive. <laughs> I don't like olives. That's why you need to see before you taste. Well listen carefully. We wanna see and then we'll taste, but when it comes to the blessing of God, it's actually all about faith. When it comes to praise, it's all about praising God before the miracle. You gotta taste. You gotta taste sacrifice before you see blessing. You've gotta taste obedience before you see blessing. Thanks so much for taking the time to join me. I really believe that God wants to speak into your life, His Word and His promise. Maybe you've just tuned in, but the truth is, I've been talking about the importance of fighting back. When all hell breaks loose in your life, and. Sometimes that's where we're at. And I think that right now there are people and that would define exactly what's going on in your world. David was in a crazy situation when he wrote Psalm 34. He really was. He was getting attacked from two sides because Saul, King Saul was trying to destroy him out of envy and jealousy, but he was hiding from Saul in Philistine territory. And of course the Philistines knew that David was the conqueror of their champion. Their champion was Goliath. So. He was under opposition from every side. So you know what he did? He actually pretended he was crazy. Yes, that's exactly what he did. It's in 1 Samuel. He pretended he was crazy, as I hope that somehow they'd set him free. And that's what happened. They actually set him free and he went his way. Well, in that whole atmosphere, he writes this incredible Psalm, Psalm 34. And it's one of my favourites. It's one that I believe can minister to you right now. David said, I'll bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. I sought the Lord and He heard my cry and delivered me from all of my fears. I believe right now, as you seek God, He will deliver you from all your fears. How do we fight back? God's Word has given you the weaponry, it's given you the capacity to not just feel like you've just got to go with every attack that comes against you. I really wanna encourage you to realise the tools that God has given you to really fight back at opposition and challenge and do it in a way that glorifies God. And the first thing is really to ask ourselves how we're speaking. What did David say, I'll oh, bless the Lord at all times? Well, he said, his praise will continually be in my mouth. I don't think any of us could say that That All times, always, every time, continually, that we're blessing the Lord, sometimes we're, mumbling to ourselves or negative. or And we find ourselves in that frame of mind, but you can fight back. You can decide that I'm gonna speak words of life. I love the fact that Solomon said in the Proverbs, the mouth of the righteous is a well of life. Not a sewer of defeat, not a pond of defeat. And you know, life is just septic and toxic. No, we can speak words of life. So it's all in the way you talk. It's really all in the way you feel and we can fight back against feelings. Feelings are real, we can't deny them. But in the middle of them, like David, we can say, my soul will make its boast in the Lord. And it's a boast that just concentrates on how good God is, not how horrible you're feeling right now or how difficult your life is right now. It's just boasting about the goodness of God. And even when it comes to our face, our smile, I love the fact that in the message in Psalm 34, it says, look to Him, look to the Lord, give Him your best smile, your best smile. We can take responsibility for our countenance. God works in our lives from the inside Out, But sometimes I believe faith works from the outside in. When I don't even feel like it, I'll lift my hands. When I don't even feel like it, I'm gonna seek God and pray. When When you don't even feel like it, we're gonna allow our declaration to be words of life. We're gonna put a smile on our face and we'll do it in faith, believing it can literally transform our world, our life. That's called fighting back. When it comes to faith, we understand that we'd love to see what we're eating before we taste it. But I believe today, if you'll, first of all, taste, trust God, make the sacrifices, make the commitment, be in the house of God. In other words, taste what it is to live by faith before you see the blessing of God. That's the way it works in the, in the Bible, but even your spirits, and maybe you're really down. Your, your spirits are not in a good place. Well, even in that, The Bible says, listen to God, listen to Him. Depart from the things that maybe want to rob you. Seek peace and pursue it. Do good. We'll always be better off if we decide we're going to do good. So I would speak those words into your life. I want to thank you for joining me. God bless you. I believe with all my heart, the best is yet to come. As you decide, I'm going to fight back. May that be your portion today. Amen. This is the end of this podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. For more great content and updates from Pastor Brian, visit brianchouston.com.